Hey guys, Lance Zerline here. We're Houston. We're the city of champions. How about I give you another champion? If you've suffered an injury in an accident and would like a free case review, call the super team at Daspit Law Firm. They're champions. Free consultations are available 24-7. Dial 713-CALL-NOW. That's 713-CALL-NOW and DaspitLaw.com. I understand Dusty's lineups now. Dusty's a coin boy. He's got a quarter somewhere, and he just flips it, and he's like, Yiner Diaz, should I play him again? The coin has spoken. If the coin says kill Dell, what are you going to do? you got to kill Dell. Heads, I kill Dell. Tails, I don't kill Dell. Why is this a potential <laughs> question? From the Veritex Community Bank Studios, it's John and Lance. Money. Good Wednesday morning, everybody. John and Lance, along with Dell, here with you for the next three hours on ESPN 97.5, 92.5. Welcome in. Did you watch any of the baseball yesterday? Yeah. uh, I was up here, as a matter of fact, for part of the afternoon, and we were watching up here. Yeah. Um, The, uh, man, the Rays? Four errors? Terrible. That's a, that is a, if there's one thing about the Rays, it's how solid they are. Yeah, that's what they've been. They've been built on that all year, and they fell apart early. You had the, and you know now the Rangers were the Rangers were putting some wood on the ball too. Yeah, now the Rangers, hit. the Rangers can hit a little bit. The Rangers were solid, and the Rangers got the runs when they were when they were presented to them, and that was that. And I mean, what a great job the Rangers pitching staff did. But uh, you know, the question came up. It was Josh Beer was up here, Joe George, a few different people were up here, and. The question was presented, well, who would you rather, you know, what do you want to happen in this series? It's one of those things where sometimes, like, there might be a fight, a boxing match or a UFC fight or maybe even a game where I don't have a, like, I don't know who I'm for yet. I, I can't really. Oh, I want the Rangers to advance. Yeah, I, I want the Rangers, but I also realized yesterday I watched the game, like, man, I hate seeing the Rangers win games. No, but I wouldn't mind at all seeing the Rangers in the No, ALCS. it's better for the Astros. Yeah. It's better for the Astros. It's just that. I don't, like, part of me would be happy if they lost, too. Yeah. If they're losing games, I realized, well, I didn't love it when they were scoring rounds. I was like, Okay, so let's just say, which the Astros always do, they get to the ALCS. Would you rather face Baltimore, Tampa, or the Rangers? ALDS. No, ALCS. Wait, you're talking about, wait, wait, wait. Who do the Astros have in the next round the, if they The win? Twins or the, or the Blue Jays. Right, and so, well, how are the they, ALCS. how do you think the Rangers are going to get through? Because they're beating Tampa and then they beat Baltimore. What? Yeah, they could not beating Baltimore. They could beat Baltimore. They ain't beating Baltimore. Uh, okay. The Rangers Let's just sh- okay. Again, which one would you rather see in the ALCS <laughs> of all those? Yeah, of those, those of those two, three. Well, of those three, I don't know. Maybe Tampa. You want to see Tampa? No. I, mean, I, I don't uh, know. The gross. Astros have done well against the Rangers. Yes. That's, that, the they, Astros, they, they Astros well. dominate the Rangers. Yeah. And so. to, to stomp that fan base again? Yeah, no, that's true. But I don't think we'd get our chance. I think the Orioles would sweep them. Uh, yeah, Which no. would be nice, too, to see them get yeah, see the either Rangers. Either way, either way yeah. you win. If the Rangers get swept or beat I mean, the worst-case scenario is to get there and have the Rangers pummel you. Well, what? If, okay, so yeah, that that's the risk that you take. If the Rangers get to the ALCS and you play them, what if they beat you? Well, that's, I thought about that. Yeah, we had discussions about that. That's a terrible feeling. But um, but as far as the three teams go, you play much better against the Rangers. I'm than just anybody. worried about trying to get through our first three starters. That's all I'm worried about right now. Well, uh, according to the Astros, their starting pitching is ranked in the bottom half of all the playoff teams. They're pitching, period, which is dumb because the bullpen has come a lot. You know, the bullpen has been the best bullpen in baseball in September. was the best bullpen in baseball. But it wasn't those other months. No, the other months, but they don't count anymore. I don't know if you heard. Well, Montero hasn't been great lately. Graveman has had some struggles. Like, it's been they can't all put it together at the same time. So, But it was, it was bad in the first half of the season. Second yeah. half of the season, it's been better. In general, second half of the season, it's been better. But... You know, and one thing we know is if, uh, in general, you could not have survived the Hunter Brown and Christian Javier seasons if your bullpen had not pitched better in the second half of the season. 
Like you couldn't have won a division. You could have never made the playoffs more than likely. Think about that. No. How bad those guys have been. Um, you could not have, have really faded that unless your bullpen had pitched better because they weren't going very many innings. No, 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 no. You no. might get five out of Javier, maybe. Hunter Brown is like, man, I just hope he doesn't give up three runs in the first three innings. <laughs> well, yeah, Hunter Brown is going to be we'll, – we'll we're not going to see him again until next year. We're not going to see Hunter Brown. You don't think so? No. I mean, he's going to get the Urquidy treatment from last year. I think we see Hunter Brown. I think we see I him in the know. bullpen. I Dude, think we I, eventually see him did, as a, Dusty watched all those those times Dusty he pitched believes, this year. Dusty believes. Dusty believes. He watched all those times he pitched this year. I'm pretty sure he was he's he's not Tony Larusa. He was awake for those. Yeah, but Dusty has been awake for a lot of stuff and still has faith. Uh, yeah, I, well, I know Dusty has uh no. No, no, yeah, no, no. I think no. he's your fourth inning. If it's one of the if it's a Javier special where he's got 100 pitches in 3 innings. I I'm I'm telling you, I think it's JP France. I think it's JP. Well, France. yeah, but JP France may have hit a. They may be worried about JP we, France well, hitting we, that inning. I don't know. Though. We haven't seen him in a while now because he didn't make that last start. Yeah, because of the innings, I'm sure. No, because his wife was dehydrated. She. He, oh, I was out of town. Get, I yeah, know. he didn't get to start. His wife was dehydrated. Had to go to the hospital on his, the day he was going to start. Or maybe that. And that's when Urquidy came in and threw six scoreless. Is that why he pitched? Yeah, I just woke up and Urquidy had given up two hits in six innings, and I'm over there eating. You know, a, a chocolate uh, boisson, a chocolate boisson, and I was, uh, and I was had my chapeau on, and I'm like, oh, Urquidy, Urquidy did a good job for our team. Yeah, very oh, nice, Urquidy. Oh, is that what the waiter said? To you? Where's JP Franc? That's See, what I was they, saying. They wanted. Well, that's how I spoke. When oh, I was up there. in France, they were like, "Where's JP? Where's JP?" And I said, "I don't know. It is just Urquidy today." <laughs> and they said, "Well, I did not expect that." Uh, can Would you, you like more panda chocolate? Can I you, said, oui. Can you read Brian McTaggart's tweet yesterday in a French voice? Uh, if Brian McTaggart was French? I didn't see him. He might he as well do it. He surrendered like a like yeah, French. Yeah, he surrendered like French, like the French. Oh, no. Brian McTaggart surrendered? Yeah. A post of mine on Sunday has become a story of its own. I should clarify that it was I was not in the Rangers clubhouse Saturday night and should not have indirectly suggested that the celebration impacted their performance on Sunday. Merci. What? And at the end, supposed to say, merci. How about that? Brian McTaggart gave in to the crowd. What is happening to our Brian McTaggart? He of the McTaggart. no-hit jinxers. Yeah. Don't. He, it's, it's Astros Twitter and just the general public. We can't get him to stop saying everything's a no-hitter. And yet, yeah. And yet, he crumbles at the feet of the Rangers. He capitulates to Chris Young. Chris yeah. Young, you should have gone. You should no bow up on him. Hey, Chris Young, worry about your crappy eh, team. It's probably MLB. Oh my God, it's probably MLB. Maybe because he, he should leave MLB and just go to FanSided. MLB.com probably they probably told him. I don't know if he'd That's make his league. money That's at FanSided. Your, your yeah, NFL would, do. would never do that. They would, oh, but the MLB, oh my God. like everybody has to apologize. No. Oh really? Do you yeah. see other people apologizing? Like, does does uh, uh, Maurice Jones Drew have to apologize for anything he says? No, no, never. Nor would he. <laughs> no, no. I know MJD pretty well. He, he says something. He means something. No one's at Steve. You ever seen Steve Smith apologize? <laughs> Steve Smith Smith would rather swing on you than apologize. No, no Steve Smith. Ain't. Steve Smith is one of the. I love talking to Steve Smith, but he is now. He wears his hat, you know, like this. Yeah, with the brim up, brim up everywhere Uh, in every meeting and every setting. Steve Smith keeps it the same all the time. And when we were at our content meeting, the rules committee guy was there, and they were complaining. Him and some of the other players were complaining about you take all the stuff, you know, with shots to the chest. You know, you're we're so worried about head that now we're going to start going lower. You know, we players are going to start going lower and we're going to see knee injuries. And then the Minka Fitzpatrick injury happens. And all I could think of was, I bet Steve Smith's losing his mind right now. I bet he's losing his mind right now. Uh, yeah. Um, so he's kind of like talking to Bob Huggins. You're just always a little no, nervous. No, no, I'm always scary talking yeah, to Bob Huggins. Yeah, you're a little Huggy. nervous talking it's, to, yeah, to no Steve question. Smith, too. Um, so, so not only did we have that <laughs> yesterday, we had so much AL West stuff going on. The other day, after after on Sunday, after they lost, Cal Raleigh. We talked about a little bit about this yesterday. <clears throat> but Cal Raleigh made these statements, which he had to retract. And he had to apologize after this. 
Here was Cal Raleigh right after the Mariners now listen uh, for beat, the fr- beat the Rangers but did not make the play. Now listen for the French accent. No, he's not Cal I think we've done a great job of growing some players here and within the farm system, but you know, sometimes you have to go out and you have to buy, and that's just the name of the game. And um, you know, We'll see what happens this offseason. Hopefully we can add some, add some players and um, become a better team. You look over in the other locker room right there, they've, they've added more than anybody else, and you saw where it got them this year. So um, there's more than one way to skin a cat, that's for sure. But um, you know, going out and getting those big names, people who have done it, people who have been there, um, people who are leaders, people uh, who have shown time and time again that they can be successful in this league is, is definitely going to, you know, would, would help this clubhouse, would help this team, would maybe help those little things, uh, you know, that we need. That was before. That was the before. That was the that was what okay, and then Scott Service had to come out and say, "Well, he just misspoke, Cal. You know, he made a mistake. Like Kirby made the mistake. Uh-huh. You know, like we, we, you know, we made some mistakes here this year. So that was a mistake by Cal Raleigh. Cal Raleigh had to apologize. Well, Kirby, for like, I didn't even want to be. I, don't, out yeah, there. I had ninety. I didn't pitches. even want to pitch. I, I shouldn't have been. You really want to know the truth? I didn't even want to pitch. <laughs> <laughs> and then he walked. I'm sorry I said that. Yeah, I didn't yeah. mean that. I'm obviously the ultimate competitor. No, we don't. No, no. not anymore. You no, you're not. We can't really take you seriously. So Cal Raleigh had to apologize as well. But did he do but that then, in a French so accent, now, though? Pardon? I would like to say I am Cal Raleigh. Um, this Melanie team has fought very, very hard. No, um, that's not what he said. Did it sound like that? So it didn't sound like that at all. But no. Jerry Depo- he He said, look, yesterday was very emotional. And... Uh, and I never really want to criticize the front office of my teammates. And he took he took the blame for you know yeah. not not winning it. He took the blame himself. I'm as leader on the team. Blah 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 blah. blah, blah, blah. blah, blah, blah. blah, blah, blah. <laughs> and he surrendered like France as well. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. That's, yeah, right. So so now Jerry Depoto had to meet the media after the season. The general manager. And they're asking, hey, what about buying some players? What about, hey, hey, Jerry, Cal Raleigh wants you to buy some players. How about buying some players? Here's his response. If you go back and you look in a decade, those teams that win 54% of the time always wind up in the postseason, and they more often than not wind up in World Series. Now, so there's your your bigger picture process. Nobody wants to hear the goal this year is we're going to win 54% of the time. Because sometimes 54% is, is some one year you're going to win 60%, another year you're going to win 50%. You know, it's whatever it is. But over time, that type of mindset gets you there. If what you're doing is focusing year to year on what do we have to do to win the World Series this year, you might be one of the teams that's laying in the mud and can't get up for another decade. So we're actually doing the fan base a favor (laughs) and asking for their patience to win the World Series while we continue to build a sustainably good roster. Pathetic! You are pathetic! (laughs) That wasn't the media. That was you doing that. No, that's where the... Those were Mariner fans. Those were Mariner... So we need to thank Jerry Depoto. That's an AOS thing. Yeah. People in power in the AOS telling... Telling them, telling fans to thank us. Thank us. Or A's, will thank us. The A's? That, you, you're going to thank us for not pay, spending any money for on For moving to Vegas. You're yeah. going to thank us for moving to Vegas. Th- you, you can thank us. You'll thank us later. Um, uh, Dusty, you're going to thank me for not ever playing Yiner. You're going to thank me, and he's going to thank me. And and, and Jim Crane, everybody's going to thank me. That is a real AOS thing. Thank me for my service. Thank me for doing things that upset you now because I know better than you. I know better. Okay. So how about that? Boy, you want to talk about a company guy. The owner says, we ain't spending no money. And now you go explain it. Okay. And go explain it to everybody. Here's how I explain it. 54%. Lance, your numbers, Sky. Do you buy those numbers? Those numbers are actually pretty accurate. That they're they're, uh, they're the numbers, a borderline John. playoff team, and you know what they've won since Depoto got there, fifty one percent. So so he's not there. I so actually there don't. Yet. Yeah, but I don't. I don't dis. Well, yeah, but he started off with something bad. Like he had. Yeah. That was bad. We could see in the. I remember in twenty twenty when we. That was the first series the Astros played was in twenty twenty, um, taking on the. Uh, uh, in twenty twenty, they took on the 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 Mariners in the COVID year. It was the first series. And I remember thinking, man, these young guys, like, they could end up being a scrappy team here in the future, and they are scrappy now. Well, 
I would say that what he's saying, I don't disagree with it. They don't have a ton of money. They've got to be smart. You don't just buy your way in, but there's levels to it. Yes. Like, it's not just you can we got to go give stupid DeGrom money or Scherzer money. They can't really afford to do that. But what they could do is potentially add, you know, add good players, uh, good pieces. You want them to be primarily younger. You'd, you'd like, when I say younger, you know, basically anything under 30. But, yeah, you might need to buy a player or two here or there. But it's not going to be the the primo A1 guy. You're not going to do that because you don't want to get stuck with a bad – you don't want to get stuck with a bad contract if you're the, the Mariners. But um, So there's some there's some levels to it. And I don't know if Cal Raleigh is talking about just going out and trying to, we need Otani. I don't think he's probably saying that. I think he's probably saying, hey – you know, let's let's well, explore the, the offseason. Well, what the Rangers did. I mean, they added Simeon. They added Seager. They added the Grom. They added Scherzer. Well, no one can do like almost nobody can add that many level of players. Right. Like that's a high. That's a, you would Seager. Yeah. Yeah. You, that's you, a three hundred million dollar player, and then a pretty good pitcher is what you'd want. Yeah. Right. That's it. Well, they like, added Scherzer like and Grom, two like, of the best. Like the Garrett Cole move the Astros made is a move the Mariners should make. That's One of those types some, of moves. Yeah, right, right. All right, 714 ESPN 97.5 and 92.5. We had a lot of Mariner talk in this segment. 713-780-37. Maybe we should be sued by John Daspit. Well, uh, once again, he, if somebody has been personally injured oh. due to our negligence, okay. then we're getting sued. And I don't want that to happen. If you uh, crashed your car because you fell asleep during Mariner's talk, don't call John Daspit because I know what kind of winning percentage he has. It's high. This guy wins a lot higher than 54%. I can tell you what, he is one of the most successful that you're going to find in the country. I'm not, a, not in Houston, not Texas, but in the country. Incredible winning percentage. And when he's not winning in court, he is winning with uh, his negotiations and his settlements because he understands the process. He understands what happens when you get badly injured due to the negligence of someone else. He's going to passionately pursue justice, and that means bring you know getting every bit of information gathered, every deposition he needs. He will take his time to make sure he has all the scope of things. You see doctors. You make sure that you are physically okay. If you have injuries, he has to go out there and check on what is this is going to cost if you have to have surgeries. There's a long process that goes with it. It's not something that should ever be rushed. So make sure that you call for free consultation, John Daspit. 713-CALL-NOW. It's 713-CALL-NOW. It's easy to remember. Or go to the website for more information at daspitlaw.com. ESPN 97.5 and 92.5. We're your daddy. Well, I feel like I'm your daddy. You're not my daddy. No, daddy. no, daddy. no I'm your daddy. You ain't my daddy, boy. Yes, yeah, I am. No, you are not our daddy. daddy. I am your daddy. Not a daddy. Back to the Veritex Community Bank Studios and your daily distraction from the horrific reality of your very existence. Man, I didn't know it was that bad. But hey, it's John and Lance. All right, welcome back here on ESPN 97.5 and 92.5. John and Lance here with you. Let's talk a little Texans football. Boy, are they getting some love right now. So, I'm looking at a piece here by uh, Adam Gretz. You know Adam Gretz? Never heard of him. Do not overlook the Houston Texans in AFC South race. Their, their schedule, really, okay. So, the Texans uh, have Atlanta this week, right? Um and then and then one more game and then and then they've got let's see who's who's their next game and then the uh Texans and Falcons and then they got the Saints here and then the bye what's your if you 3 and 3 at the bye would have been you feel bad about your <clears throat> not buying into your over six your and a kicks, half. Your kicks for six. Yeah. Well, at one point you could add it a five and a half. Um. Yeah. Or actually, it's a flat six. I don't feel bad at all about it. I'm. I'm I, I've you, learned my lesson. I said I would never do it again. Do you feel like they are going to win nine games now no, after I two do. in a row? I, feel like that. I, I don't do. either. I feel like they'll win seven. I feel. I feel maybe like, eight though. No, maybe their eight. schedule is very, very. Is, is I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna start doing this now. 
I'm not going to start doing this win division. Okay. Like, do I think in my heart that they've got a chance? Yeah, but that may just be like I don't want to get caught up by recency bias. But the fact is, they went two and two with a bunch of injuries. Yeah, and and guys are coming back. And guys are coming back. Guys are coming back. They went two and two, and look at who they played. They played some incredible teams. The Colts. <laughs> well, they lost that game. The Steelers. The Steelers. The which Jags. You you thought Steelers were going to be back. The Jags, who are a play, they're supposed to win the division. And then who was the first game? The Ravens. Yeah, I mean, every they didn't so look horrible. Against so them three of those four teams were expected to be strong competitors for the playoffs. Right or wrong? Right. Right. Well, and now look at what they've got ahead of them. The Falcons, who are an average NFL team. At best, <laughs> yeah, they, at they, best. they, it's, they're you're, you're kind of, you're like kind of a pick them with them. The in Saints terms of where here. No, no, they couldn't do anything offensively against Tampa. There's no, well, Carr is still, Carr was on the he bench. Was no, he was, he played, he played. The Carr played? Absolutely. absolutely. I, I couldn't he was banged it. up. Yeah. But he, he was, played. he's got but a he bad played. shoulder though. Yeah, right. And, 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 well, he's still Derek Carr. Um, and then after that, the Panthers, okay. The Bucks, I, I mean, they've, they're you rejuvenated. You can't beat Baker Mayfield. You can't beat Baker Mayfield. What are you talking the about? The Bengals, Ooh. the Cardinals, How about the Jags some- again, the Broncos. Listen, Ooh. This, is, this is all of a sudden like, wait a minute. you got to take a look. Can the Texans win 12 this year? Well, <laughs> that's the question well, now. Let's, it's, go ahead. Go ahead. Let's, let's, just let your, let your, you know what? Let your glass have full self. My class has go free. Off, go go through each game. Go okay. through each game. All right. No, they're all winnable. They're go, all winnable. Go through each game. Okay. The Falcons at, Fal- at the Falcons. The Falcons at the Falcons. Falcons are probably a small favorite this week, but I think the Texans have a great shot. Desmond Ritter hasn't. I'm going to make a case. The Desmond Ritter has not played very good football. If you can slow down Bijan Robinson, you got a really good shot of winning that game. Yeah. Well, they, yeah. Yeah. No. No. Absolutely. You can go into, into Atlanta and win. The Saints here. Offensively, they're not. Derek Carr is playing injured. Saints have a good defense, but the Saints' offense now. Alvin Kamara had a pretty good game coming back, but I think the Texans have a great shot there. It's kind of a looks like a not more of a last week Texans. Wasn't it last week that Alvin Kamara went off? He was. He was just no. He was, was it the week before? Yeah, it was the week before. Okay. he didn't. They didn't do anything. Well, last week when we're in Europe, we get stuff at different times. Oh, we're in different times zones than you. Oh, you are okay. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. Well, yeah, because last week, uh, yeah, they they got they scored nine points against the Bucks. They just looked like crap. And Alvin Kamara, I think, had about forty-one yards. Alvin Kamara, eleven carries, fifty-one yards. How many catches? No touchdowns. He also had, fantasy. Uh, oh, 13 for thirty-three yards. He had thirteen catches for thirty-three yards. Check down, Charlie is back at it. Yeah, he absolutely is. And you know they had 140 yards. That's a huge 24 passes, okay. 140 so yards. So this is how fantasy football confuses things they had for you. 210 total yards. But that's a big game for uh, Alvin Kamara in fantasy football. Absolutely, 13 catches. 13 catches? Are you kidding me? A PPR? <laughs> um, so no, that's that's a winnable. Listen, all of these games are winnable. So I've got two wins there. Who's after that? Uh, Panthers at the Panthers. There's Super win. winnable. Buccaneers here. Yeah, very winnable. I mean, once again, you're playing teams that feel like they're right on your At level. At the Bengals, Joe Burrow is like the worst quarterback in the league right now. You shouldn't be able to win that game, and yet, how is Joe Burrow going to find a way to get y- over 100 yards against the Texans? Did defense? Joe Burrow know that the devil was only going to give him four years? Yeah, Joe, you don't get to play forever off this. <laughs> the devil only gave him four? Yeah, did he realize that when he signed the contract? The Cardinals. The devil didn't pick up the fifth-year option? No. no. The <laughs> The Cardinals are here. Then we play good football. They're playing. They're playing feisty football, yeah. but too bad. Uh, the Jags are here. The Broncos are here. Then at the Jets, at the Titans, the Browns are here. The Titans again here, and then at the Colts to finish. The, that, who is the hardest opponent that you have? Jags. The toughest opponent. Honestly, is uh, this the softest uh, schedule in the history well, of mankind? Last place schedule. It's, yeah, that's yeah, but these teams are playing like last. You know, usually well, you play only, and then, yeah, uh, yeah, really. Who's the surprise team? The Buccaneers team? are playing above what you thought, yeah. and the Cardinals are playing above what you thought. Well, they're, everybody they're, else is playing. But the below. Cardinals are losing; they're just playing but better they're playing than good you football. thought. Yeah, they're and playing the Titans. The Titans are probably 
Yeah, right the Titans are the Titans. Yeah. You, you'll kind of not think twice yeah, about they them, and they're like better than you think. Crap against the Browns. Yeah, and then they beat the Chargers the next week. Yeah, so that's they're the Titans. They'll be a pain in the ass. That's and fine, but none and of these teams still exist, so but, it'll be a pain. But who are the premier teams? They don't. You have don't anybody. have. You don't have to face the the Dolphins' offense. You don't have to face the Bills. Well, You're not facing. I mean, Joe Burrow is supposed to be the one, and Bengals, and maybe they get there by then. Yeah. But they don't look like that superior team. You don't have to play the Chiefs this year. You know, the Bengals will be desperate at that time because of what their record is now. So it'll be it'll be trouble, particularly if Joe's on the field. I mean, you're playing the NFC South. Man, what a year to be alive if you're a Houstonian. It is. It is. a Listen, this is crazy. We're going to have wearing yeah, all day tomorrow at 77. That- tomorrow at 77. Oh, yeah. Kamara at 77? It's 77 degrees tomorrow. Oh, my gosh. What does the dew point have to do with anything? I didn't say dew point. I said well, the no, temperature. Just, again, with the, the temperature, it makes things better. 77 is better than 100. I'm sorry. <sighs> I'm just saying how good things are. You have a week schedule. It's 77 degrees tomorrow. We got Astros. Get a rest. Um, You know, good things. Rockets media they, day still. Signed Reggie Bullock. Yeah. Signed Reggie Bullock. Yeah. Oh no! We got all these. Oh no! Things. We got we got all kinds of great things. And win rookie of the year, according to Micah Parsons. We'll talk about that on the other side, right here on ESPN ninety-seven five and ninety-two five. But right now, you're talking about tequila. Well, Maestro de Bell's the official sponsor of the PGA Tour. But you know, sometimes, you know, sometimes our worlds collide. And they're also their spokesman is John Rahm. And so the PGA Tour is filled with players who are playing in the uh, Ryder Cup, and yet here's John Rahm on the other side just making shot after shot after shot, and he was on the winning side of that one. And, look, Maestro de Bell just sits it out. They support the PGA Tour. They support John Rahm. And, you know, sometimes you just – it's like the Kelsey brothers' moms. You just have to kind of wear one of those split jerseys and you sew them together in the middle and you just go to the game. Well, that's what Maestro de Bell was doing. But they're a high-caliber tequila. They're a tequila that has – uh, an amazing uh, following. When you see coming from Mexico, they're very well known in Mexico. They are. They make. They have eleven generations of tequila makers who make the very best tequilas, and it is a great opportunity for you to taste the flavor profiles of several different types of tequila. You're going to find one that you love, and whether you are somebody who loves cocktails, margaritas, or you just want a sipping tequila that tastes great, Maestro Bell is the answer for you. It's a premium. Uh, tequila without an out without an outrageous price point at all. It's very affordable, and they want you to try it out and put it up on your shelf of liquors for you to enjoy that spirit whenever you like. It's Maestro de Bell. Wherever fine liquors are sold, it's Maestro de Bell. ESPN 97.5 and 92.5. Dude. I'd be most worried about seeing my seminal vesicles. I like the Florida State seminal vesicles. John plus Lance equals a damn good start to your day. Live from the Veritex Community Bank Studios, it's John and Lance. Hi, right, welcome back here, 732 ESPN 97.5 so and 92.5. I got to bring this up. Del, I found out that um, I was I met with Mary over at Allstate Windows and Siding. We had lunch. It was me, her, and sales staff, and, and uh, Joel Blank. And Joel told me that on the show after ours, uh, on, on Paul's on show, Paul, I think it happened on Paul Gallant's show because we had a twelve thirty lunch, so it must happen on Paul Gallant's show. <laughs> that, um, or unless it happened right at twelve with Josh Beard and Michael Connor, which is possible, but um, apparently it came up like, who do you think is the most negative Del. person at the station? I don't know where Dell finished, but who Del do you think is, is it? The no. most negative no person. No way, I'm the station. most negative. You're the, by people, far the most negative. In what way? That that uh, you, you poo poo. You you hate everything. I don't hate everything. Well, no, no, no. You, I don't. You care. don't care about. That's it. not negative. That's negative. That's no, different. it is. That's a negative. It's, to not different. care about anything is negative. That's not negative. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's to have true. no feelings about something. I'm is not the negative. most positive person here. At to, the station. to be negative is to have a negative feeling. Dell is a neutral. People Del's don't, an existentialist. People don't like when he does, you don't. Because he doesn't care about anything? Yeah, yeah. Dell's more of an existentialist. People don't like when you don't have a strong Del feeling Paul about Sark. something. or dis- Like, people think the opposite of dis- of like is dislike, which is true. But I'm in the middle. I don't care one way or the other. No, I don't I dislike you or like you. Yeah, but you're just as <laughs> yeah, close to like as you are to dislike then. Yeah, That's, I'm in the middle. No, you're not. 
than actually you. No, you're but, but in real life, you trade. Yeah, you. That's you, not you, true. You're more. Way. You're more center right. Yep. 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 If the like is here. <laughs> And the hate is here. You're more of a center right person. Right. Um, well, most you're more of a rhino, as they call most you. Most people, most people don't deserve to be to have me be center left with them. Okay, well, you're, you're, you see, see yeah. negative but I person. Don't, but I would, you're not deserving of me. I no, that, it's not that. Okay, most, yes. Do you th- have a positive outlook on most people? I do. I That's really not do. True. Well, I do. Not according to our listeners, because as I was going to say, apparently <clears throat> Jeremy Branham and John Granado were very high on the negative list. Um, people thought y'all were very negative. Very you, negative. because of the Dusty I'm, stuff, and Jeremy, because I guess Jeremy's negative? I don't yeah, know. Well, D- Dusty, too. That Dusty oh, thing. He does maybe that was something. But people called in, apparently, and me and Joel were at the very bottom, which made us positives. You two are positives. We're the least negative people at the station. Yeah, According the, to Joel, what he heard, I didn't hear any of that. Oh, it's it. in the... It's what Joel heard? Yeah, what Joel, Joel heard. heard on the radio. I don't, Joel are you going to say that Joel... calling in. Excuse me. Yes? Yes, excuse me. Have they met Joel? <laughs> Wait, is he negative about the local teams on the radio? No. Oh, is that it? Yeah. About the it's about it's about the local. Well, what teams? do you think it is? I'm just being an overall sports. negative person. That's Dell. No, I'm not negative. Sports yeah. talk host. Who's who's the most oh, negative? John's been negative. John's been negative. That's oh, oh, you, there it is. Dell t- just said it. Okay, so here's the deal: when the team sucks, then I say they suck. When they're good, I say they're good. You, you, so here's the deal is two-thirds of our teams have been really, really crappy. So two-thirds of the time, I'm negative about how them. how do you say it? Because they've been really bad. But what's your tone, John? Your tone is... They is, suck. It's yeah. your tone. Okay. Okay. Well, Instead I, of I'm like, sorry. hey, they suck. Or hey, I see some good things you happening. Know or you see some good things. You know what? Hey, you know no, what? What good... Okay. Silver line. Let's go back to last year and the year before with the Houston Texans. Name all the good things you saw. Jalen Petrie, yeah. okay. I, I said Jalen Petrie had a great. He was really good. How did you say? I it? said that. I mean, other no, Jalen Petrie, this team sucks. See, I would say this: this team isn't very good. But Jalen Petrie a is a guy lining. you can really build around. A building block. We just said the same that thing. Too. No, you just I said, said this team sucks. No, other Jalen Petrie. That's what you do, John. That's what the fans said. That's what the listeners said. That's what the listeners said. You sound like doing that voice because that's how everybody does me. That's, that's everybody's impression of me. Well, you do sound like that. No, don't sound they like that at all. Suck. No, you do. You sound. You like did that. say they suck like that one time. We no. do. Frank got Frank it. made oh, an open suck. of it. No, no. Make no mistake. The Houston Texans and the Houston Rockets the last three years have sucked. Okay, here's and what so I would say. Okay, you hear that? A lot of negativity. You hear that? Here's what I'd say. Make no mistake. The Houston Texans and the Houston Rockets have a long way to go before they are going to be a team that is going to be a playoff caliber team. See that? You see, you see my positivity? positivity? Yeah. Okay, you that, just said, make oh, no mistake, they you are. They got a long way to go before they're going to be even my a tone. playoff considered see, team. My hey, tone. See, you need to find ways to start saying hey, Lance, things. Hey, Lance, why would the people think John is negative? Yeah. They suck in extra innings. They yeah. suck. So, yeah. They, they suck. <laughs> Yeah, we were right in our impression of you, by the way. No, that's not what. <laughs> okay, let's hear it again. Yeah. They suck in extra innings. They yeah. suck. Well, they do in suck extra in extra innings. innings. Did they win a game this year in extra innings? I'm just telling Division the truth. Division winners. And listen, just because I just tell the truth all the time, that's not negative. Can I ask you something? Do you ever been to a restaurant, some nice restaurants? Yeah. Okay. Uh, Tony's. How? I've been to Tony's. So you have the same food. You have the same food, right. and one one person just goes, they take the spatula, whatever they make, and they just dump it on the plate, and they go, here you go. And the other person puts it on there very carefully. They put their little sauce. It's called plating, right? Mm-hmm. So they plate their food, and it looks nice, and it gets to you, and you're like, ah, it just gives you a good feeling. Like, hey, I'm at a nice place. The other one, you're like, what am I, at a diner? It's the same food, but the way you're plating your food yeah. is like, they suck. And what I'm saying is they're not that good. So you're way plating. different. You're plating. Yeah, it's just okay. like plating food. It's okay. like, you know, you can have the same thing, but how do you present it, John? How are you uh, presenting it? I present it. You know what? Eat it. It's good. I don't care what it this looks like. This is why you and Jeremy Branham are always going to be known as the most Eat negative this. people at the station. Listen. It used to be Charlie Palillo, and now it's you and Jeremy Branham. Apparently, and me and Joel are professor positives. Oh, okay. That's what That's what they're, That's the street yeah. they're saying. Nothing says positive like you two. 
Yeah. Everyone's saying okay. that. Everybody's saying Yo, that. That's what the streets are saying. Everybody says it. Everyone is saying it. Yeah, no. That's no. what they're saying. Number one rated. Number one, no, number one rated. Friendliest host. Very, very positive. The most positive host at the station. <laughs> that's you too. Yep, that's you too. That's what Nothing Joel told me. YouTube. That's what Joel told me the radio right. told him. You know what I'm positive? That CJ Stroud is awesome. And I have proof. A guy who hasn't even played because they're playing at the same time a lot or they're traveling. How he knows about CJ Stroud. Micah Parsons, well, he's he's a he's an NFL player, so he's he's following his craft. But Micah Parsons had this to say about rookie of the year. CJ Stroud, and I know people are hype getting into the B. John hype train. We'll get to that, but we need to jump on board with CJ Stroud. Um, the most pass attempts without interceptions to start your career. And I want y'all to realize who uh CJ Stroud has now beat, okay? And he just did something Deshaun Watson hasn't been able to do. Um he just he just dominated the St- the Steelers defense. Is this a Micah? defense that we said had TJ Watt, has Cameron Hayward, has Alex Seismith, uh Minka, and he dominated them. I mean, CJ Stroud is the real deal. And not only did he do that, he just beat the Jaguars, who I think the Jaguars have a top ten defense with guys like Andre Cisco. They got guys like Josh Allen who just had another three sack game. They got guys like Okulon. They got guys like uh they have a lot of guys that are really good. Uh, and we're just we're we cannot let CJ go unknown. He was my he was my QB one coming out of the draft. I don't know who um I don't know if y'all remember, I was like, man, CJ's that guy. I think he's gonna be dominant and things like that because his confidence, the things that he's bringing to this game, I think CJ's gonna be the offensive rookie of the year. Uh, if it's not Bijan, it's going to come down to the wire. But he stays on this pace. I think CJ walks away with it. That's Micah Parsons. Scott, it's a real Mike Tyson thing, ain't it? Well, wait, I really, but also, I never heard him talk before. But also, is this his own podcast? Yeah, he he and Bleacher Report he he does it along with Bleacher Report. But it sounds like it, a it is kid. his podcast. He doesn't sound like he looks. He sounds like a kid. Well, he sounds kind of. He's yeah, got sound real, like Mike Tyson. He's got, he's got a real Mike. No, it's a real no, Mike it's, Tyson. No, you just thing. don't. Mike Tyson. When you heard Mike Tyson talk for the first time, you were like, "What? That's his voice." Yeah, it's the same deal. Yeah, right. That's the same deal. That's so fun. when so when he was in that Penn State locker room going. Mm-mm. Oh no! That's no, what he don't, sounded don't like. Don't to, do that! Don't that's do that. what he oh, did. Hey, that's hey. what he did. Oh, uh, we just got a text Allegedly. message that says, "Why is Dell being so negative about Granado?" Yeah, right. Well, he is negative. Parsons and Stroud. Same Shrou- agent. Oh. Same agent. Ah, there you go. So that's why he's ignoring you. Yeah, the watch. Why. He's a Mulgetta guy. Yeah, he's a oh, okay. Guy. But, okay. Mulgetta guys stick okay. together. Now. If you were going to vote today, who would you vote for rookie of the offensive rookie of the year? It's easy. Devin A. Chine. Thank you. No, Thank actually, you. he's probably third. No, it's CJ Stroud. Bull crap. It's Puka Stroud. Nakua. Puka Nakua. Nakua. Six. Oh, it's Stroud. Nakua, Nakua. Is currently he's L.A., baby. He's L.A. out there with Taylor Swift. Puka Nakua has 501 receiving yards through four games. That's the best in NFL history. Devin Achan has played two games and scored six touchdowns. Puka Nakua, 501 yards. Cooper Cup in 21, 431 yards. Calvin Johnson in 12, 423 yards. He's, uh, he's 70 yards ahead of the pace for the most receiving yards in NFL history. Does any play- He's like Mega Polynesian, not Megatron. Does- and Mega guess what? Polynesian. And CJ is one. Puka's two. Stop it. A-chan is, does well, any- Tank is three. Does- no. And A-chan does- is four. Yeah, that fares accurate. Does an NFL player have more touchdowns? Than- does any NFL player have more touchdowns than A-chan? A-chan at six? No one does cares. any player. Yeah, CJ Stroud's thrown that's for not a- non-quarterbacks. You know what I meant. Non-quarterbacks. Does no, any they're in the same category, oh, Del. Yeah, how many, how many, how many touchdowns? Does, Come on, you played the Broncos. You played a, the Broncos. That doesn't count. Seventy points. That's like the scored, Broncos stopped even trying. He scored two against the Bills. Yeah, but the Bills Stop. were up so much no, that they didn't even no, get backup. That was in the first quarter. They had backups in. That was in the first quarter. What are you talking That's about? That was because Tredavious White tore his Achilles. He did no. that in the second Speaking half. Of tearing your Achilles. If you tear your Achilles, you should go to QC. Hating on an Aggie. I see you guys. <laughs> well, we love the Aggies. Uh, the, I, you're home for the Aggies. Listen, I, I, I can tell you this. QC Kinetics works for a lot of things. A joint pain. If you have chronic pain, if you're living with chronic pain, what happens is the, the tissue in there gets worn away. Or gets, you know, it's 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 damaged, and 
That's what causes that pain. That's why you have that pain in the joint. It doesn't just go away. The difference is with QC Kinetics, their regenerative uh, restorative process, their medicine, the way that they, the, the, the technique that they use, it regenerates and restores uh, damaged tissue. And so what happens is you take the body's healing power, they concentrate it, they put it back into the joint. So now what happens? Well, in a very short order, you start to have that, that damaged tissue becomes better. It becomes uh, restored. You regenerate new tissue when needed. And so the difference is you start to see that diminished uh, level of pain that's in the joint. And in many cases, you start to add more mobility. You're able to take advantage right now of that weather that is going to be turning and coming our way. It's not too late. I mean, do it right now. Go uh, and make a phone call to QC Kinetics. They will start working with you. There's four locations around the city of Houston. Get rid of that chronic pain and get active again here in the Houston area. It's QCKinetics.com. That's QCKinetics.com. ESPN 97.5 and 92.5. Sweet Sassy Molassi. Tonight at the Alamo Dome, he gets Happy Go Jackie on the big white guy like a donkey eating a waffle. Back to the Veritex Community Bank Studios and your daily distraction from the horrific reality of your very existence. Man, I didn't know it was that bad. But hey, it's John and Lance. Hey, the uh, Greek Fest is back. Uh, it they brought is, food up here yesterday. Yeah. No, no, no. Marcus did. No, no, no. In the afternoon. Oh, they did too? They had those. What is it that has the, the, like the meat? No, the meat and like the potatoes and the pasta. It looks like a lasagna. Pasticcio. That was pasticcio? Yeah, yeah. They brought that, and uh, they brought a few things up here. Did they? Nice. So you were, you ate great. Well, you didn't. I mean, you ate Cajun in the morning, and then. Yeah. And then, yeah. That was good. That was good. That was really, really good. Really good. Marcus took care of us with uh, Orleans Seafood. If you haven't seen his new location uh, there, it's just uh, fabulous. It's in uh, Fulcher. Full sure. So get on over there and, and check it out. Uh, but the Greek Fest is Thursday, Friday, and Saturday. This oh, tomorrow. It starts tomorrow. Annunciation. Annunciation. Uh, Greek uh, Orthodox Cathedral. It's in. Uh, it's on Yokum in Montrose. So get on over there and check it out. Open at 5 p.m. until 1030. Did you want to give out a four-pack? You want to do it? Yeah. Okay. So we got four-pack of tickets, which will feed. That's pretty much good for a couple That'll feed you and drink and for a couple of people, four tickets there. So uh, 713-7803 at exactly 8 o'clock, at exactly 8 o'clock, 713-7803-776. But if you're not going to use them, don't get them, people. Yeah, it starts you're gonna go tomorrow at 5 through, right. through Saturday, correct? Tomorrow, Friday, and Saturday. Okay, so go one of those days, use those tickets at exactly 8 o'clock, the fourth caller is going to get uh, those four tickets, 713-780-3776. Uh, here on ESPN 97.5 and 92.5. I'm going. I'm going. You you may see me there. I think they've got Coors Lights. I think they got. If not, then I'll have to bring my own. I'll have to ask Gus if they got. They better have Coors Lights there. Uh, that's for sure. I know they'll have Greek wine, and I don't know if they've got Greek. Is it Greeks bank beer, those people? I don't know. You're Greek. You don't know? I don't know. Yeah. I, that's why I can say those people because I'm one of them. You say that about everyone because you say you're you're always one of those people. I'm not, listen. Everyone to me is those people because I, it's not me. Yeah, but then you excuse it by going, "I'm in the community." You're in every community. Um. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you. Well, I could start naming some and see if you <laughs> say you are or not. Yes. Yes. Um. Seven one three seven eight zero three seven seven six. Uh. You still are you all still home of the Aggies? I assumed it was the Cougars. Now, no, we're home of the Aggies. No, we don't have Cougars games on our yeah, you air. You would promo. know it if we did. Yeah, you, we would tell you Alabama, Texas A&M on Saturday, right here on ESPN about that? And every Astros playoff game right here on ESPN 97.5, unless the Aggies are playing at the same time, then it's only on 92.5. But if the Astros and Aggies aren't playing at the same time on Saturday, then uh, we'll have both of those games on. JG is very positive. I'm positive that they suck. Yeah. Gary said I'm very that. positive. I'm extremely positive. At the risk of being called an a-hole or an idiot, I feel that the way John talks about Cal could be considered negative. That's from somebody. Well, hey, hey, don't do I that. Do it. I saw you start to get into character. Well, I saw your method acting start to kick in. All of a sudden, his tongue got heavy. 
Yeah, and that's not <laughs> through, through NFL superlatives through Week Four. What was the best game this year so far in the NFL? The best game? Yeah, well, you missed a bunch of them, so you don't even know. Uh, no, I know. Uh, the through best... Week Four. Uh, they've got uh, NFL Fox has the Chargers in Minnesota. That was a game that was decided on the very last. Yeah, I mean, Kirk Cousins. Remember, he threw he threw a pick right at the end. Was that week two? That was week two, I think. Yeah, yeah, I was there for that. Yeah, you were I here. saw that. Yeah. yeah, you saw that game. They think Fox thinks that's the best team. The best team so far through week four. Who who would you pick? Texans are probably in top three. I would say best team so far would be. You'll be surprised. They're not going to say. Are they going to say Cowboys? They're going to say Dolphins. No After, recency bias for them, apparently. <laughs> no, apparently not. What no, that 70 really matters a lot. Well, you did go on the road and beat the Chargers, too. I mean, that's kind of ridiculous, isn't it? Well, they're all, the only team who isn't 3-1 is who? The, the 49ers? And the, yeah, the, 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 the 49ers the are the best team. The 49ers are probably one. The 49ers are the best I team. I don't know that they're the best team, but you'd have to put them at the top of this list. Yeah, yeah their schedule hasn't been great, but they've been dominant. Yeah, they've been awfully dominant. I mean... They haven't played the, anyone, but they've been dominant. Yeah. Gotta see if you can keep uh, uh keep Bosa healthy. Biggest surprise this year in the NFL. <clears throat> well, I mean, no jokes, I would say well, you could be negative too. So biggest surprise would be Bengals. Biggest surprise is the Houston Texans. According yeah, to I, was, I was thinking about yeah. it. Um yeah. And yeah, they're working off of two weeks. And they're two and two. It's not like you know, Were they but, good? Did were were was there generally Happy feelings around Houston after the first two weeks? No, there were not. No. And a lot of people, and I put something on Twitter, I thought people were way too panicky. I wasn't negative. Wait a minute. No, we weren't. No, 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 no. But but when CJ threw for 384 yards well, against but, the Colts. Yeah, but a lot of people I mean, just I, said. I was like, wow. Well, a lot of people said that's garbage time stuff. He got no, that wasn't? in the second half. That was the argument. And my thought was, I saw some things that I, I was generally. With five minutes ago, they were a nine point. They now, were they were nine. a small favorite in that game, and then they got. Beat by yeah, double they, digits. Yeah, no, no. Listen, no, make no mistake. They didn't play well defensively, and and, and, and you know you got Gardner Minshew came in and did what he wanted, and, and Anthony Richardson did what he wanted to begin with. But that offense was like, wait a minute here. He's over three eighty four, or I'm pretty sure that was the number. What? And we're gonna. And I I was like, wow. I feel good about the team. And then the last two weeks, look what they've done. Breakout player. They've got Puka. Nakua as the breakout player because well Puka has basically come from nowhere out of nowhere. Where did you what did you what did you say about Puka? Oh, I, I mean I was not as I mean, uh, I mean and just give me an over. I don't want to read to read the whole thing like you usually do. Well, John, I think you need a good. <laughs> just I'm gonna go okay, to and then read the do point if you're gonna no. Just give me here's a, what I said. A basic overview. Nakua is an athletic wideout lacking the twitch or speed to attack NFL man coverages at a successful rate. Usually, uh, those plays get discarded, but the ball skills and competitive nature he brings to the field give him a fighting chance to make a roster. He may need to be used as a possession receiver operating from the slot where his ball winning and size can work in his favor. He's sneaky talented with the ball in his hands, so jet sweep work in the pros is an option. He has a shot of going on day three, but there are make-it elements to the way he plays the game. Hmm. And what the thing that really stood out is I wrote that, then I went to this, then. I wrote that in whatever, probably December, maybe January. I went to the Senior Bowl and watched him. I'm like, holy crap! That guy was catching everything at the Senior Bowl, like making great catches, one on one catches. His ball skills were really terrific. I still wondered, you know, I still thought, okay, he's a slot. I don't know how the Ram. I haven't seen the Rams use him, so I don't know if they're using him from the slot in the Cooper Cup role or not. My guess is maybe they are, based on how many targets he's getting. Uh, but that's how I saw him. I don't know. It's it's uh, he has a basket. I said basketball background is on display with his contested catches. He was a very good basketball player. Oh, yeah. Comes from an athletic football playing family, so a lot of his family played. Um, uh, gets good vertical stack on cornerbacks, so when he passes them, he kind of gets a body on them to where they can't really compete with him when somebody throws it into the. And, and the thing about receivers are the one thing you have to remember is that. When you go from – he went from BYU's quarterback, which at one point was Zach Wilson, I think, when he was a freshman, but who the quarterback now to Matthew Stafford. Like, that's a big upgrade. Well, That's a big upgrade. Well, so now all of a sudden, 
if you have a little window you can create. Well, look at Nico. Yeah. Nico and Robert Woods, they went from, well, not Robert Woods, but Nico went from Davis Mills to C.J. Stroud. A guy with really good what? placement. He looks really, really good now. Yeah, I mean, those guys who can, the guys who are good at contested catches, when you have somebody who can throw, that's why contested catches is such an important part of evaluating wide receivers, and Nico's really good at it. When you and actually Tank Dell has some ability in that area too, but when you throw, they they just have to make small windows for accurate quarterbacks. Just make a small window if you throw it there, and they win the fifty fifty. They can turn into successful. And but similarly, if you have a quarterback who's inaccurate, then those skills don't really no, matter. No, 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 no. Uh, offensive MVP, they got Tua, and uh, I'm not sure about that. And then defensive MVP, um, Micah Parsons, which. Okay, he's on a little bit of a roll now. Yeah, but I don't know about that. first of all. The, the Dolphins aren't the best team. They, well, no, I, I disagree with that. I think Tua does have a very good chance at MVP if they win. They they're going to need a. You win. would call him the week through four weeks the MVP of the league. Well, his numbers are really good. Yeah, his well, numbers are really they, good. They, it was skewed by one. Were they three and one? Yeah, they're three well, he also threw for f- over four hundred and sixty yards against the Chargers. So yeah. No, he's, he's he's in this last game. He he was okay, two eighty, yeah. a pick, and a touchdown. Um, his passer ratings over one twelve, nine touchdowns, three yeah, picks. Least he's got a, he's in definitely passing got yards. a shot. Yeah, as of right now, we'll see how it plays out the rest of the way. Do it, come on, MVP after four games. Uh, yeah, I mean, there's a there's a case for Christian McCaffrey, but over quarterback, yeah, yeah. no, with well, his team's undefeated. True, but they're going to give a running back the award over a quarterback. They should. We're just they have, don't get any money. We're just having this argument about <clears throat> they're a poverty. There's a poverty position. Yeah, now, but, we don't even know if Christian McCaffrey's going to have we a were house. We're just having this discussion. He could about, end up unhoused. Gonna, we were just That's having the discussion about offensive we call rookie of the year. Or unhoused. Uh, other unhoused. Than his big contract. Yeah. Other than that. Yeah, big. Than all that okay. Money. Well, compared to Deshaun Watson's. Okay. okay. Well, are you comfortable with that? Okay. Compared to Kirk Cousins. Compared to everybody. Compared to Kyler Murray's. But let's have some consistency. We're just having this discussion about offensive rookie of the year and CJ being a quarterback gives him a, gives him a head start. The most important thing as a rookie, yes. We agree <laughs> but not that. as an MVP, the quarterback position doesn't matter anymore? Yeah, your guy's coming off a loss, an embarrassing loss at that. Mm. Well, he, I he said... And all Christian big, McCaffrey no, does... No, 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 he kind of is. Does he play defense? Yeah, kind of does. D- no, he doesn't. Uh, time to talk right now Well, if about, you can extend drive, you can keep your defense... You need to hold off... Stop okay. it. A you lot need of to hold off all of these lawsuits by your employees... They're going to sue you because you messed up. Well, HRMP says don't even handle that. How about we handle all of your HR issues? We've had HR issues here before, and HRMP is right there, and they take care of that business for us. We've we've had it's probably been Lance. I don't know who it is, who it's been, but there there have Mr. been positive. HR HR issues here. And yeah, I'm positive it was probably you. Here's the deal: is if you're looking for a great way to Get that payroll. Marcus was just in here yesterday from Orleans Seafood. So many of our people, CEP, uh, uh, Orleans Seafood, General Ben, all of these guys are using HRP, and because HRP is excellent for their business, let them come. It doesn't cost you a penny. So I don't know why you wouldn't do this. If you aren't completely satisfied, or you you feel like we could, I think we could save a lot of money here. Let them come. And look at and evaluate your business and then give you a plan for your payroll and your HR and your benefits packages that could be better than the one you have now. Or if you're doing it yourself, man, don't do it. Let them take care of it. All you got to do is go to hrp.net, 281-880-6525 or hrp.net. ESPN 97.5 and 92.5, the best sports radio station in Houston. I've got to prove that I'm the best and I'm racing no matter what you tell me. Huh?